who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the IGN UK podcast. <laughs> Did you do any masturbating over Christmas? I got a ukulele. I tried to stop for January and I actually got the shakes. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast number 119. It's a new year. It's 2012. It's a new host. Indeed. I'm... It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a brave new world. <laughs> and I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm Kevin McDonald. With me is the inimitable Stuart Rees. Hello. Daniel Kruper. Hello. Bex May. Hello. Making her return after the Christmas podcast. Tom Butler. Hello. And Chris Tilly. Hello. Hi guys. How was Christmas? Was it okay? Seems like an awful long time ago, Kez. It's only been like, what? Seems like an awful time. How many days has it actually been? It wasn't really. Uh, Two weeks. How was yours? What did you do? Mm? What did you do? I just stayed at home. You ate a lot of cheese. Loads of fucking cheese, yeah. (laughs) Camembert. You can tell. Smoked. Camembert it. Camembert it, I didn't get that. Goat's cheese. Cheddar. Very little in the way of blue, though. Apricot Brilliant. studded Stilton. No, I don't like apricot Stilton. I don't like apricot cheese. I don't like fruits in cheese in no, general. No, I don't. No, I think it's really a bad on. idea. I got given it as a gift and had right. to just, you know, force myself through Is this it. the cheese cast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, by the way, this is a new section, guys. We've we've uh, redone the podcast 2012. Um, <laughs> this is replacing the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? I think so. Our top five cheeses of the week. Yes. Oh, yeah. Daniel, how was your Christmas? It was really good. I got a little bit boring towards the end. You think, got a little bit boring. Yeah, well, I've always been boring. But um, I think you got a bit bored as well, Tom. Yeah, I had fatigue, come... like, novelty wears off a little bit. I think once Christmas is out of the way, especially when you go home and you're not in your own home and you're staying with your parents, uh, then I think once Christmas is actually done and you realise that home is pretty boring, <laughs> then you just want to go back to your own home and lay on your sofa. I did regress entirely, something. though. I yeah. became a child again. On Christmas Day, I played Zelda. 
in my pajamas for about seven hours, which is what I did 13 years ago. And then we Excellent. had a break to play Mario Kart. Yeah, I don't, Doctor Who. I don't like see Tommy playing out. Tommy playing. <laughs> I don't see how Tom, uh, Daniel, and even Bex can have been bored over Christmas because all I saw on Twitter were you sending each other pictures <laughs> of Jurassic Park on your yes. 3DS. Oh my god, the game of Christmas! <laughs> I sent Bex a picture of Tom Cruise on the side of the building saying "Ghost Protocol." <laughs> <laughs> he said it. <laughs> I, I sent Bex a picture of. Uh, the Mission Impossible poster with IGN quote too much running oh yeah yeah, yeah that was a good one so that's Letterboxd they're, they're going to put that on Blu-ray I think yeah. Letterboxd is really 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 good if you've got a 3DS definitely download it yeah. you, can, you can do like whole comics it's I have awesome. no idea how Tom did it he sent me one with audio uh, yeah, you can do, do audio do recording. If you, you do, do if you if you send enough, then it you unlocks unlo- different uh, stuff. Like one oh of them is audio goodness. recording. Wow. Tom so I sent me it. effectively a motion comic as well. <laughs> Robert Muldoon meets the Raptors. It's yeah, like, I had an idea for a, like a comic strip, Muldoon and the Raptors, and it's basically he's like <laughs> I thought that was our band name. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like the like irascible like uh, zookeeper, and then there's these naughty raptors, and they keep eating all the staff. It's like what, and you yeah, come back and it's like a knockabout comedy. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, that much. sounds really good. It's like Dennis the Menace, but with raptors. And like Robert Muldoon's like slipping on <laughs> cow dog. remains. Or a dog. Oh, yeah. that's good. Is there, is there lots of blood and gore yeah. in it? Yeah. Excellent. So that's only available on Letterboxd and if you're friends with me. That's so. copyrighted yeah, now, that's by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like small medium. Is there any way we can add that to small medium? Could we maybe have raptors <laughs> with in small raptors. medium? Yeah. Well, I think raptors still actually uh, distracts from the, the core, the emotional well, core. I don't think you're taking small medium very seriously. I'm just... No, I'm but once like small medium makes it big, yeah. then Bex will have a lot of... Small pull. medium makes it big. Yeah. yeah. Is that the name of the big screen? We are taking it seriously. We want to um, shoot a trailer. Yeah. Definitely. We should go to Camden for one. That's our new video project. Time, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm up for that. Are we going to ask Jamie Winston if she'll... Do the trailer? Um, yeah, might as well. Might as well send an email. See what happens. Well, should yeah. I do that? She probably listens to the podcast. Who so you just ask her now? Jamie, you up for it? <laughs> did you want to do the film? Not the first time. Oh, yeah. Come, come on, on now. Now. come on. <laughs> well, what, was the, what was the best thing you watched or played over the Christmas period, though? Sherlock. Sherlock. Sherlock was amazing. I had to wait for it though. Up. I watched Up. That was the best thing. You washed up? That's nice. I washed Have up. you not got a dishwasher? <laughs> I also watched The Guard on your recommendation, oh, Chris, it's and brilliant. it's hilarious. Yeah, hilarious really, film. Really good film. Uh, Kill List. Nice festive <laughs> movie, though. That's I watched festive. It, I watched it in a double bill with We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh, <laughs> did you? God, that's good as well, isn't that it? Is very that's effed up. Did you, yeah. Yeah. Did you self-harm afterwards? Yeah, that's... Just Christmas. You were in a gloomy mood not one Whoa! Chris, did you watch Platoon? How do you do it? Is that that's self-harming, is it? Yeah. In your house. Chris Jesus. watched Platoon well, over Christmas. It, yeah. I watched Platoon over Christmas. I didn't actually watch it. No, that was just for the purposes of a... Th- oh, I'm saying you ought to tell your gag. I, I can't even remember what it was. What was <laughs> it? I said you watched Platoon and then rubbed one out. Classic tug of war. <laughs> Good. Oh, good. good. Uh, yeah, excellent. What was the best? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> Did what you the, do any masturbating over Christmas? You, uh, watched <laughs> um, I did nothing but play Mario Kart on my new 3DS. What I got for You're Christmas? Did you get a 3DS? Did you, Bex? Yeah, that's. I asked for it on the podcast. Yeah, at Christmas, and, and then yeah, I asked for both of them, and then I got them. Well, so Santa that's why listen. I came back. Santa does listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah so, so I came back to the podcast. Subscribe because I thought more stuff. I'll tell you what's a bit... What, what, do you, what, what, what do you want to say? <laughs> what is Pax on this week? Yeah, actually, I don't know. I didn't think There's that no far ahead. There's no games out, is there? Yeah. Um, 
Good. New pair of shoes? We'll come back to you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come back to you. Have a thing. What's a little bit worrying is the reason Bex got what she asked for is that her dad listened to the podcast. Her dad now follows me on Twitter as well. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We were chatting to Bex we on Twitter. Uh, not anymore because Bex has just weird, guys. <laughs> Does your dad know that these two have been sending you pictures? <laughs> <laughs> and you can add photos as well. Oh, oh, my, dad, my dad got a new smartphone for Christmas and he said, right, I'm going to join Twitter. Let me join Twitter. So I had to help him join Twitter and he only follows me. So oh. every now and then he calls me up to say, I've been reading what you've been doing on Twitter. I'm like, dad follows My, follows my mum follows me people. on Twitter and she, I'm the only person that she follows as well. That's just odd, just having a whole oh. like stalkery Do you have a little cult of personalities? I just follow you. I yeah. really, really hope my mum doesn't follow me. Based <laughs> <laughs> on that platoon. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's, it's why you'll notice if you ever follow me on Twitter is that I star out any swear words you do, yeah. really? very yeah. well behaved like that. I do that as well because also I think a lot of kids yeah. follow me as well I don't think I should <laughs> it's not a lot of kids makes a change it's not you following the kids <laughs> so, so just wanking gags then <laughs> <laughs> but no swear word in that one no swear words I don't no. swear on just, just, just you know yeah. horrible content can I tell you what I played over Christmas what did you play I played Skyrim it's a whole it's a, it's a culture shift the world's changed. You were down on it for so Seriously. long. Down on it so like, long. Why would you want to play that? Why? We've been and trying our best to do an extended play on Skyrim, and the problem is that we can't find three people who wanted to play it. I but know, Tom, you've ridiculous. had a revelation. I've had a revelation. Yeah, I think it was a blip watching my housemate play Oblivion for like him just trotting through fields and r- jumping really put me off. Yeah, to be fair, it's a terrible game to watch someone play. Yeah, but now, now I've put 25 hours in it in literally the space of two and a half days of playing it. Oh, shit. I understand. Uh, it's just, it's a pottering about simulator more than anything. Yes. You just literally go from place to base, you potter around, you clear a castle, clear a dungeon, and then move on to the next thing. And then, oh shit, actually there's a there's a quest to do as well, and it's brilliant. It's, it's, it's very good, isn't it's it? It's so addictive. It's such a time sink now. That means extended sink. play Skyrim will actually be happening because we'll be Tom has, has had his revelation. I just wish that we'd had you on before you had the revelation and then after as well. That would have been pretty good. Yeah, I can pretend. Yeah, yeah pretend. Pretty good at pretending. Good. Before we Everyone's move on, can I ask um, what was the worst present you got over Christmas? I was going to I was <clears> going <throat> to float that conversation as well. I got a yo-yo. A wooden what? yo-yo. It's a good present. <laughs> so actually, well, to be honest, it was a pretty good present. From it was really yeah. um, Is it, it one with the ball bearings in it? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's a proper classic wooden one. So you can't even do tricks. Well, you can do tricks, but you, you have to. You have to be really good at yo-yoing. You can do it around the world. You can do the walk the, the dog. With you berries. can do cat and You can do the A-tricks. kind of flinging out in front of you. The, they were they were the ones that were in when we were about ten, right? Yeah, they came back. Ones. They came back. They had a renaissance. Did yo-yo they? renaissance. But they've got these. But yo-yos new- have always been up and down. Oh, that was a good one. What about you? What was your worst present? Uh, I got a book. I hope my brother does this. My brother got me a book. Um, it won a it won an award for best sports book of last year, but it's about the uh, German goalie who committed suicide. Oh, that's a bit. And <laughs> I just I just don't know when I'm going to be in the mood to read it because <laughs> I don't want to read a book about a German goalie. I wouldn't do that anyway. I wouldn't read a book about someone who commits suicide normally. So to fuse them together, <laughs> this is the ultimate book. I never ever want to read. So thanks, Pete, but. Maybe not going to read it. Oh, no. Don't also, be ungrateful. I also got one of those things where you put a candle in it, like the the they turn around when Menorah. you put a candle in them. Oh. They're like candle stands, but it was like an angel that kind of spun around. And when am I? When am I ever going to use that? Mm. Sorry, Aunt Jenny. Anyone else get any shit to presents? Anyone get any good presents? No, I got I got three presents for Christmas. They were all shit. Oh, were they? Yeah, I got a jumper from my mum. Shit, took it back. 
Oh, well, this is the thing. This Polly is kind of, did you a shit. This is like a, a, an annual thing now. Is my mum buys me something, but she always puts the receipt in it because every year I have to take it back because it's like she bought me a snow, not snow, not snow white and the seven dwarfs, but a white, a snow white jumper. Mm. No, that's not really my look. No, no, I can't really. I wish see. it was. Mean, I wish it was. Do you mean the shade of white? No, actually, Snow White on it. No, no, just nah. it was oh. Snow White right, in colour. Okay. Yeah, but that would have been good though if it had Snow White yeah. on it. And I got he, he would kept that. Yeah, isn't that, just, isn't that just white? Well, no, it's really vivid white though. I mean, you know, shit murky white. Yeah, not like the opposite of a black hole. It's just like giving out Snow White infinite light. Stu's transfigurating. I always thought Stu was the Messiah. Yeah. Bex, come on, you must have been given something bad. No, and I can't say anyway because my parents listen to the podcast. But I did get a good, I got a good present. What, um, what was a accordion? I got an accordion. What? You got an accordion. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you got an accordion. Yeah. How, do you, how do you wrap no. an accordion? Well, you what, squeeze it, it and a yeah, full-sized accordion. No, it's like a child. I asked for a child-sized one because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm child-sized. I've tried to play a, She's an adult one before, and um, it's too heavy for me, and my hands can't reach the keys. So, so you got a child to record him. That's yeah. an amazing wow. present. I really want to see that picture of you can unwrapping you, that. Can, can you, you bring, bring it in, in next week and play us a tune on your child's accordion? Or <laughs> that didn't sound very good, did it? <laughs> no, no. I'm to try and learn something. Yeah. Please do. I'll, I'll have a go. I don't think you've you learned that learning the accordion then. Well. Or is it just mm, a novelty present? <laughs> it's gone in my pile of cookie instruments. What cookie I wanted. Instruments. Cookie. <laughs> is it cutter? Cookie? Cookie. Weird. Cookie. Instruments, what I want, but I can't you have a play. Pile? What, what else have you got? got? A stylophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you got an oboe? No. I've got oh. a ukulele, which I also can't play. That's another I thing. I like looks at you like an oboe was a ridiculous suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Sorry. Why would I have an oboe? <laughs> All right, so. Theremin. Hang on. Oh, I'd love a theremin. So you've got a ukulele. Yeah, well, I wanted a ukulele as well because that's like child size. Yeah. Mm. Um, so basically you collect child <laughs> size. You're, not, you're not that small. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's small. You won't be able Just, to speak small Have medium. you got someone to do rhythm like drums or... You need to, like, a mini, mini drum kit and then yeah. you've got a band then yeah. you just need to recruit some dwarves <laughs> to play your instruments with you and then you've got Muldoon and the Raptors basically starting we've got yeah, the Muldoon and the Raptors <laughs> yeah with mini instruments All right. dwarves, 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 dwarves they can be the house band on your TV show I'll be the ukulele oh, the okay. yeah. Raptors yeah. Yeah. Dwarves Raptors yes they are Yeah. okay yeah. good do we have anything else to say about Are we doing a podcast this week? <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tom. I, got, I got the complete works of Sherlock Holmes, so that was my best present. Right. Yeah, that's it. What Let's books? move on. All, every single story ever written about Sherlock Holmes by Arthur Conan Doyle. All right. I don't yeah. remember really much about Christmas because I was so incredibly drunk for all of it. I've had, to, I've had to try and wean myself off now. I tried to stop for January and I actually got the shakes. <laughs> that is not big and it's, it's not, not clever. News. No, no, it's not. It's not good. So uh, I'm cutting down slowly. But it won't be a dry January. Is anyone else giving up anything for January? Nah. Christmas. Food. Yeah, yeah no, I've Pure given up food. I've given up food and booze and I've never done it before. I always thought people were idiots that did it, but I've just drank too much last year and ate too much. And I'm feeling much better already. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. We'll see. But I'm feeling happier. I tell you what we shouldn't give up. And that's this week's news. Well, we've given up the charts. Yeah. By the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah, the charts are gone because they were. No, kind they're, of not, they're resting. They're resting for a bit. Yeah, we'll we like, we like to keep later. things fresh. But so let us know. If you want us to also... carry on doing the charts, let us know on IGN UK feedback at IGN.com because it's been ditched, but we just. Because we didn't think. Well, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's partly. Film industry. Yeah. It's partly because it's January and there's nothing going on. So let's move on to the news. Um, 
there's not all that much going on because it's January, but Krupa. This is interesting. Well, this relates to last year. This um, Torrent Freak has released its annual report of the most pirated games of 2011. They've issued a press date, like yeah, yeah. like a, a website that does. It's, it's basically a list of people who were naughty right. around Christmas time. Brilliant. Santa um, will visit them next. They didn't get anything, but they already had the game. So fuck Santa. Yeah. Um, controversial. Yeah. But um, Stu, can you guess what the most pirated game of 2011 was? Oh, let me see. Probably Modern Warfare 3? No, it's up top, but um, Crisis 2 was the most pirated wow. game. Do you know why that is? Enlighten us. Because there was a build of it that leaked four weeks before it came out. Yeah, no. but that wasn't the one that people downloaded. People really? like laid off it. Like it was leaked a month before an incomplete build. But people actually waited for the retail copy <laughs> to leak. And Patiently waited. And that's the one that people downloaded nearly four million times. <gasps> not the leaked version. Wow. Which is surprising. That is surprising. People were patient I am, I am in their flabbergasted by that fact. Criminality. Patient criminals. Mm. Um the most um downloaded game on Xbox was Gears of War Three, which is first party title, so yep. that, that was leaked sense. early, right? I don't think it did. No, it might have. And then for the second year running on the Wii, Super Mario Galaxy 2 was the most pirated game. I'm more upset by the second most pirated game, which was Xenoblade Chronicles. That's third most pirated. Third? Third most pirated what game. What was second? I do not have that information with me presently. <laughs> um, but Please yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles, Pirates which famously. Yeah. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean was number four. <laughs> It's quite like just the irony. Never going to play it, but I'm just going to download it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Pirating, pirate, yeah, pirate, pirate, pirate game, game on Pirate. Pirates. But Zelda Blade Chronicles is interesting. It's worth um, noting that obviously, famously, it's not available in the US, but not came yet. out in Europe this year in a regionalized version, a really good regionalized version. Yeah, it was good. Great voice acting because yeah, they were quite they, charming they, they, Cockney apart, accent. Yeah, the only problem was that they ignored the fact that anything apart from England constituted the United Kingdom, so there was only Northern and Southern England as the the spectrum of accents but it got downloaded what nearly, nearly uh, a million nearly times, million times 950,000 times so it's people maybe people voting that's bad that could have been sales no do you think it would have transferred I don't, to sales not all of them not all of them because obviously because it's free those people but I think a, a, a significant portion would have well what kind of percentage do you think you're looking at I think 20 yeah, so twenty to thirty percent. I think people mm. would have stumped up the cash. The, the, certainly, thinking about the music that people steal, and then I think a lot pay of, for twenty percent. And I think a lot of people who wouldn't have downloaded it illegally maybe would have bought it as well. So maybe another what people who didn't even go on the torrent site would have bought it in addition to the people who also torrented it. So if they released it in the US, yeah, in addition to the people who stole it, there would have been people who don't use torrents entirely mm. who would have bought Xenoblade. Do you have information on the, the pirated movies? Did they release a... Uh, it's probably out there. I could find it out for next week. Torrent Freak didn't bother with that. The, the, did they, I, a few report? people have been releasing lists, though, of movies as well. I can't remember what the most... Yeah, I could find out for next week. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. I want to say maybe Hangover 2. Is there, like a, is there like a morality scale of piracy? Like, is it worse to pirate a game than to pirate a film than it, to pirate a song, in your opinion? It's all wrong. Is it worse to pirate an indie movie or Transformers? Mm, not good. We've had some news details about Skyfall, haven't we, Chris? Yeah, the James Bond film. Is, it, is this spoiler alert? I think so. I think. Well, we've not got much. We've got a special siren. But actually, it really isn't much, so um, I'll say it, but okay. if you don't want to know anything. Skip but. forward about 20 seconds. Um, apparently, it's about a downed Intel satellite and the scrambling of various government agencies to retrieve it. Is that 20 seconds? And they're saying it's loosely based on a, a James Bond novel from 1999 called High Time to Kill. I don't believe that because that calling it Skyfall and yeah. it being about something literally Down falling out of the yeah. sky seems a little bit I thought obvious. Some, and, when we went to the press conference where they announced the title that we all knew, yeah. 
we, we, Tom and I started speculating afterwards. I think Skyfall could be a metaphor for like his parents' death when they were rock climbing up a mountain. And it's supposed to go back to his roots. It's supposed to be in Scotland. Yeah, Keza. That sort of stuff makes sense, I think. Keza, the po- a there's a popular theory that um, it's, it's going to be called Skyfall because some of it will take place in a Scottish castle and the castle will be called Skyfall. Hmm. Could you believe a, a, a castle being called Skypool in your... Skyfall. Skyfall in your own country? <laughs> it's a bit fantastical, but I like it. Yeah. That could be Castle Skyfall. I prefer that. Oh, yeah, quite, you know, because the Bond series is known for its really heavy branding. It'd be great if, like, Doctor, um, Doctor Who... Not Doctor Who. <laughs> if if James Bond's just there and he just has an iron brew. That would <laughs> be pretty good. Cool. I'd really like that. I would enjoy James that. Bond, James like, Bond in brew. Scotland, I could definitely well, get behind. Iron brew shaker, not stirred. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there I'll some information about Ray yeah. finds his character as well? I don't know. That yeah. He might be... Do you want to say it? Um, yeah, apparently he's been brought in as M's successor. Yeah. And that's part of the plot. And I know there was talk about stuff happening at MI6 headquarters mm. at the press conference. Yeah. Um, so it could Do you be... Think maybe, could like, be... Judy Dench dies? That'd be interesting. No. It, would be, it would be cool to have quite a hard M. Yeah. Who could beat you up. Yeah. I'd like, quite like if he does the accent that he does in Bruges. Oh no! Yes. That's the only thing I didn't like about in Bruges, and it stopped it being. A... But just as M, oi, Bond! Oh, don't let that man do Cockney. <laughs> anyway, that's your Skyfall news. Keza, have you got some Nintendo news? Yes, the rumor mill is churning away um, about the Wii U. Apparently, there's going to be a app store similar to the Apple App Store that goes beyond games. Similarly, there's subscription services for e-reading services that are being, you know, mooted as likely. I think this is quite likely. Because so yes, I think definitely. Nintendo are probably going to be positioning the Wii U as a you know, living room family entertainment thing that isn't just about games. But what would you buy on a Wii app store? Calculator. But, but wait, Big calculator. Price something, calculator. Different yeah. office, something different to the eShop that you have on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually apps for other stuff that isn't games. But what? then surely the eShop has that as well and already. Well, yeah, but not in the, the same way. The eShop is not, quite not, sort of a light offering of... But, yeah, but it's not like... But the, would it make sense to, to sort of amalgamate the two and have a big eShop for the whole of Nintendo? I think that's the idea. But the thing is, the 3DS obviously has, does stuff that the Wii U doesn't and so on. So you'd yeah. have to But you could still do it, because I suppose the App Store provides apps tailored for iPad and iPhone and iPod Touch, so you could segregate it onto... Yeah, yeah. It does seem a bit silly if they don't. They, w- they will definitely. It will be the Nintendo eShop, whatever it is. But the, the theory is that you can kind of pick up the tablet and take it with you and do shit with it and kind of... Wow. Know, I, 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 like I'm it works inside your house. No, stuff, no, the no? Wii U tablet works standalone as well. Oh, okay. So but you not can if take you, it out oh, not if you want to like obviously stream the game. But I thought no, it doesn't have the processing power. It doesn't have processing. Hang on, it doesn't have processing power to do like a full game. But I think it can maybe still do... Maybe like the chess game. It, like, it does chess like, on its own. It does all sorts of stuff on its own. Maybe some of the applications. It does chess on its own where you don't even have to play it. It's simulation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not next, next gen. I'm just saying it now. I'm taking it to the loo. Uh, well, everybody's going to take it to the job. I can't help but be very, very slightly disappointed when they unveiled the Wii U last year because I still remember that video that came out before, I think it was just before the Wii was announced and some Nintendo fan made a really good video of a Nintendo virtual reality helmet. Nintendo Go. Yeah, that was yeah the Nintendo <laughs> Go. Cool. And everyone thought it was going to be real and that was, well, they didn't actually think that, but there was a hope that maybe that was what the next thing was, that this awesome helmet the, with the proper virtual reality. And then they unveiled the Wii U. I was like, I still want the fake one that I made up. <laughs> Make that one. <laughs> that sounds quite lawnmower, man, though, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
1996 future, yeah. We've got a little bit more movie news. Uh, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch has joined the cast of Star Trek 2. Um, but uh, according to Deadline, anyway, um, he's been cast in a lead role in the film. Uh, but no word yet on whether he'll be a hero in a villain. But a Variety then reported to say he's been tapped <laughs> to play the uh, villain. Did you say hero in a villain? <laughs> hero or a villain? Oh, hero in a villain. Oh, pop point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, That's yeah, is he, is he going to be calm? Uh, we're still not going to confirm whether he's going to be in it. Seems weird <laughs> that if they were talking about Del Toro as Khan and now they're talking about a new main villain, that they'd have Klingon? time to change the Klingon? plot. Klingon? Don't. Do you think he'd be a Klingon? He seems a bit uh, wiry for a Klingon. Yeah. Is he that racist? Klingons don't exist. But Cumberbatch can do no wrong in my eyes at oh, the moment. He was amazing in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. He's he amazing in Warhorse. He's amazing in... Um, <laughs> he's a mage. He's, he's amazing in Skyrim. In Sherlock. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good stuff. And also Noel Clarke has been cast in Star Trek 2. Wow. Yeah, he so was tweeting a lot about that last night. Was he? I was really hoping you'd just been employed to be the T-boy on set or something. There's always that <laughs> thing where there's <laughs> someone famous that crops up in Star Trek and uh, and they're on for like a second and then they disappear. Isn't Christian Slater in a Star Trek movie? Yes, he's in Star Trek 6. Yeah. Tom Tom Hardy's in the Star Trek movie. Is it? He's, he's, he's got a big part though, hasn't he? Excuse yeah, me. He's the villain. <laughs> he's the villain in which one is it? Oh, one of the late ones. Like Nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That was his big break. He did that straight from drama school, and then he went down the spout with yeah, drugs. Well, never heard of him since. <laughs> he was gone for five years. Yeah. Though. And then he did Wuthering Heights. Crack. I think it was crack. He got addicted to. Really? Yeah. yeah Ooh, I hear that's a bad alcoholic, one. Alcoholic as well. Yeah. He's Moorish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't just shoot a bomb. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Vita came out. Yeah, congratulations to Sony. Uh, a massive success. 325,000 units in its first 48 hours. Well done uh, for the PS Vita coming out and being brilliant. Oh, hang on a second. Oh. Oh, oh no. What happened see. next, you? Oh, it sold more. A second. It did sell more, but then it only sold another 72,500 for the next uh, week. Ah. Uh, oh. oh. Oh, so what they've decided to do is slash the price of the 3G version in Japan. Re- retailers have rather than Sony. Yeah, yeah. Sony. Sony, Sony are kind of sticking with it, but the retailers are reducing it by as much as twenty percent, which makes that around about twenty five thousand yen. Which and that's just the 3G model. Just the 3G model, yeah. So that makes it around about two hundred and ten quid Quidditch, or yeah. thereabouts. Yeah, Quidditch. Quidditch. 200 Quidditch. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, but it doesn't look as if as if Sony are going to bite the bullet and, and reduce it themselves. So it's going to be the same price that we thought it was going to be when it's released over here next month. Yeah. Mm, what do we and think about the, that? It was a really damning fact as well that it was um, the lowest selling console of that week as well. Yeah. Really? Lower than the original Even the PSP, PSP outsold it <gasps> in its second week. The 3DS oh. just trounced it. Like, Right, so is, is, is this bad news for the Vita, or are we, is it too early to tell? I don't think so. I mean, this, do, you, do you remember yeah. the exact thing, same thing happened with the 3DS? It yeah. came out, it didn't do well in the first month, and everyone was like, ah, it's a failure, Nintendo have made such a mistake, and I get fed up with that. Let's just leave it, let's and leave it for six months. 3DS did lots of things to so correct that over time, it got better software, it, it did, did price cut, yeah, 3D, 3DS things, is doing so, and like brilliant now, now, we love the 3DS. We do, we do. So, we always yeah, loved just, it as a machine, but now it's doing well, and everyone's like, "Oh, look, the 3DS has really turned itself around." And we kind of knew that was going to happen, so let's not let's not count any chickens on the Vita. So we've think. been getting a lot of stick on uh, on the social channels for already condemning Vita, but we're literally just reporting, I'm just reporting what's reporting happening. That's yeah. price yeah. I'm not like trying to load it with any sort of significance. Yeah. That's just what's happened. It's the same with the 3DS, it's and too, it will probably turn around. Yeah. And yeah. obviously, a console's made or bro- made or broken at Christmas. 
And there isn't a Monster Hunter yet on Vita. And there isn't when, a Monster Hunter. And when Monster Hunter no. comes, then surely... That's going to be interesting, though, because Monster Hunter... Apparently there's going to be a Monster Hunter in 2012. That's the, the rumour. I mean, I think we can yeah. safely say that's going to happen. Yeah. But then it's also coming to 3DS this time, so it's not exclusive anymore. Mm. But is it the same version of the mm, game? Probably not. Monster Hunter 4 is going to be on 3DS, and I don't know what they're going to do on... A... You think you could get much more out of the Vita, yeah. maybe, so... You we'll, can, we'll, you can um, do a really gorgeous That's one. a real system. Mm. Uh, our PR guy, Will, has had, his, uh, has had a Vita sent over smells from Japan. Smells funny. It his Vita smell smells funny. really yeah. funny. Burnt petrol, you said it smells like. It smells like. of burnt petrol and pine cone. Have you, have like you had a fiddle smoke. with it? Yeah, we've had a fiddle. And um, what do you think? Uh, I really love the Vita. I think yeah. it's a great machine. Mm. I wish I had more battery life, but hey. Uh, Isn't it pretty, though? Apart from the grease. It's a chunky bit of kit, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's chunky. But it, it is like... PS3 quality graphics. Yeah, you know, it it's really impressive when you you know when you pick it up and you're like, it just looks like Uncharted. It's a beautiful screen as well. Yeah, mm, it's so high def. Interestingly, but, though, that is not what Will was most excited about this week. <laughs> no, it's not bizarre. What was Will most excited about this week? Let's find out. What's Will excited about this week? Hello, it's Will, and this week I'm really excited about IGN's new coffee machine. You can probably tell I've had a few already. It's really strong and everything. It looks like something out of the 70s, but it's really tasty. What's Will excited about this week? <laughs> Did that just happen? Yeah. Uh, no, no. That's what Will's excited about this week. <laughs> Can something be so good and so bad at the same time? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, what's our, wow. <laughs> what's our trailer of the week? What are we excited about? Uh, well, we had um, a, a few suggestions, but because we've obviously been uh, doing specials over the last few weeks, um, there's been a lot of new trailers come out. Some massive trailers. Some huge trailers. So we're going to go back to the one that's really got us most excited. Uh, also suggested by James Little on email, and he says we've got to do the Dark Knight Rises. Settle down, children. It's now for trade time for trade old time. I don't know why. No, but my mouth just got working. Trade old time. Wow. Time for trade old time. 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 Trade you are as precious to me as you were to your own mother and father. I swore to them that I would protect you, and I haven't. The mayor's gonna dump him in the spring. Really? Mm-hmm. But he's a hero, a war hero. This is peacetime. When Gotham is ashes, you have my permission to die. It gets better every time I watch it. Every time I watch it, it gets better. Because I was a bit underwhelmed when I first saw that. Yeah, yeah. So much going on, and so much that we've talked about as well. Personally. You and I, I don't know what we've <laughs> talked about on the podcast and what we haven't. So, so where, we, where to start? I think we spent an evening over Christmas like dissecting, just that texting each other. Like, Tom, do you notice he's got a cane? Batman's got a cane. Yeah, so yeah. There's at least three shots in that where he's got a walking stick. He's got a, a significant limp. What do you reckon, Chris? I think it's good. It's, yeah. I'm not as crazy about it as you guys. I wasn't I'll initially, honest, but now like... And I now know, I've watched I, Dark Knight again over Christmas. I watched Batman Begins over Christmas as yeah. well. It took and too this, long for there to be Batman in it. <laughs> okay. That's my assessment. What, the trailer? Yeah. Batman what did you think, um, I think it looks awesome, and I'm probably going to watch the other two again yeah. beforehand. Well, the other two trailers. <laughs> quicker. Yeah. I'm just going yeah, yeah. to watch trailers. Watch the one fast forward. Um, in the trailer as well, there's like... Um, little uh, Easter eggs and stuff. What people have noticed. What have you? What have you noticed? 
um, there's someone with like a Robin sign mm. in the crowd. That's with been the, debunked, I think, hasn't oh, it? Really? Is it? Yeah, yeah, apparently they were told to make a sign. The crowd were as part of as extras, and they one of the guys was a bit of a wag and made it an R. But like, but it's, it's, it's still an Easter egg in it's a way. Nice, like, it's it's nice, a fan-made yeah. Easter egg. Yeah. Like, it's, I think quite like that. Yeah, I think that's cool. There's well, other ones like um, Catwoman's putting on pearls that belong to Martha Wayne. Yep. Um, How do you know that? Because they look the same as the ones that his father gives to his mother. Batman in, begins. Batman begins. How do people? <laughs> so yeah. Batman gives Catwoman a pearl necklace. Oh, <laughs> oh really? That's, that's just the. Well, it does say the epic conclusion, <laughs> right? Yeah. To the Dark Knight Legends. So. Oh, and he's rising. <laughs> God. Oh, oh God. Tom Conti's in it as well. I did Is not it? know Tom Conti's he's in it. He's the guy wicked. that goes rise. Right. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. And we, he's he's okay. blurred in the. End. I'm we, suddenly much more excited. We, we're speculating the bit where he. Um, Bruce Wayne has a beard. That's when he's training with the League of Shadows. In it Batman looks Begins, like it, yeah. But then when then then there's like the guys coming in, and that's Bane's gang coming into that prison. But we think kind that Bane of place. is the successor to Batman because Batman was obviously going to be Ra's al Ghul's chosen one. Yeah, process, he was yeah, going to yeah. basically bring Gotham to its knees, and Batman yeah. went off to save Gotham, and it's kind of he's failed. Yeah, that quest. And also, there's a, there's a shot of Gordon outside um, Wayne Manor. And they're talking about he, they're going to take Gordon off as being the commissioner. Yep. But they're saying about it being peacetime because he was a wartime commissioner. So it means this peace has come to Gotham? Like, is that eight years? Maybe it's like superficial. Maybe, maybe the superficial order because the Joker's in prison. But Yeah. Oh, it's just got me so excited for July. I can see. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Tom Butler rises. Is it only me and Tom that's really excited about it? Yeah. No, no, I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to see it. Really, really can't wait. And you, can you understand what Bane's saying in that trailer? Yes. Uh, yes. You can, in that trailer you can, can't yes. you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make any difference, though, because it's still in the uh, in the prologue. You can't understand what he's saying. Yeah. So they've come and said that it's possibly the plane noise is like too, too loud sure. and, and Bane's audio and they're, apparently they've remixed, they've remixed the audio. At it's IMAX, the, it's the combination, well it was the combination of the plane, his silly accent, the fact that he's got something covering his mouth so you can't even see him speaking. All those things combined to make you... And the yeah. thing is with the, the prologue, you think something important's going on and you can't really tell what's happening. Mm. Right? You feel like it's an important plot point and you mm. just, yeah, you're in the dark. I'm sure they'll figure it out. That prologue They're on Dark Knight, though. That'd be hilarious if they subtitled it, can you imagine? <sighs> I think the problem is, is the prologue on the Dark Knight um, works as a as a thing on its own. You could just watch that and just be happy, couldn't you? Whereas yeah. that, I've seen the seen that and I don't think it lives on its own. I just want more. Yeah. Although at the end of the prologue before Mission Impossible, they show an extended trailer. They show footage that's not in that trailer as well. So you see mm. more of Catwoman. You see Catwoman in costume as well. With the ears. Yeah. Mm. Exciting yeah. stuff. July, not long now. <laughs> Cat is. Not long. Going to be here before you know it. What so, else are you guys looking so, forward to uh, next year? Or this yeah, that's, year, that's obviously the movie highlight of 2012, yeah. isn't it? Oh, debatable. It is the yeah. big one. It is the big one. I'm really excited about Prometheus and as well. Just, you know, mm. from what what people are reading on our site, Dark Knight Rises is head and shoulders above anything else, be it Prometheus Avengers, or the Avengers. Spider-Man. Oh, I think anyone's interested in this. Well, people are going mental that. for this film. I've been doing this for ten years now, and I've never seen people get go this crazy for a even film. Even for the Dark Knight, even yes. even, even more it's than built the Dark Knight. Because than... the Dark Knight was such a massive sex success compared to Batman Begins. Like, yeah, it really. Yeah. Like, it was a billion dollar movie, right? Yeah, yeah and critically and commercially, um, you know, awards wise, 
So and so the anticipation of this one, I've never seen anything like it really. Mm. Extraordinary anticipation. But I mean, awards wise, how well do you think it'll do come come like the next awards season that it's a, that it's there for? Do you th- it's such a populist film. Surely it's not going to do anything. At, like, oh yeah, no, I don't. This one. it was well, different. King's speech was populist. Film. It was different last time around right. though because it was Heath, it was all about Heath Ledger as well. That's yeah. what. Yeah. Did he win the Oscar for that? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah. Posthumously. I mean, the only thing if if it does anything awards wise, I think it would be similar to the Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Where they kind of awarded it for like the endeavour yeah. of all three films, sure, and, and, and how it was a yeah. game changer. But cinematography, I think, definitely. Uh, Wally Feister, however you say it, Feister. the stuff that he does is incredible. And also, when you watch the stuff about how they do it with IMAX, shooting with IMAX cameras, like mm. it just makes it just adds so much more appreciation when you realise what they've created using those ridiculous cameras. <laughs> The size of the film, have you seen it? Yeah, but are they actually shooting on IMAX film or are they shooting IMAX digitally? Oh, God, probably digital, yeah. Yeah, I think right, it's digital yeah. now. I mean, obviously, they used to shoot 65mm film. Yeah. Is no one not really anti-digital? Oh, God. I no. don't know. Okay. But you were you wrote a list about the get, movies that will kick your ass in 2012, and these are sort of um, hidden gems. Yeah, I did some smaller ones that I thought would be interesting films. Um, your Next is a horror film that everyone should look out for. Cabin in the Woods... Joss Whedon's movie. Yeah, we saw the trailer for that, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. I'm avoiding the trailer of that one. Oh, really? So you haven't seen the trailer? No. Okay. Spoilerific, yeah. Yeah. Um, Looper is going to be really interesting. Sci-fi movie with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis from the guy that did Brick. Ooh. I've heard that that's brilliant. People People I know have seen that. Headhunters is really good. I've spoken about that before. Seven Psychopaths as well. Martin McDonough's next film after In Bruges. Mm-hmm. He hasn't made a film since In Bruges? No. Wow. He's got a really good cast as well. Christopher Walken's the lead. Brilliant. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's going to be exciting. And then next Christmas, Tarantino returns with his uh, Slavery Western and The Hobbit. So, well, that's not a hidden gem, but... Yeah. I've, I'm not interested in The Hobbit. Are you not? No. Just can't get myself... I, I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings, but I have no desire to ever watch those movies ever no, again. Same here, actually. Same here. But well, you'll go and see The Hobbit, won't you? Yeah, probably. But I'm, I'm just not enthused about it. It's not. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not going to count the days down to when it comes out. So you're out. a big film fan. Out of all those ones that Chris has just listed, which ones would you say really piqued your interest? Um, out of those ones? Well, mm. we were talking about... Um, not out of those, but we were talking about the new Alfonso Cuaron movie the other day. That Gravity. I'm looking forward to. And also Prometheus. I just want to see if Ridley Scott can make another great sci-fi movie. No, no, he can't, I don't think. Uh, I think that I think those days <laughs> we'll are long gone. We'll go see it anyway. <laughs> I mean, do you honestly think it's going to be as uh, as good as Alien or Blade Runner? No, but I think it might. It could still be interesting. It could still have something in it that's worthy of attention. I don't know. I'm just interested in, by the whole stance that it doesn't have the alien in it. So then, mm. what is it? And I want to see what the backstory. Even if it's Tosh, I still want to see the backstory to that first movie. Okay. What anyone else? What are you looking forward, forward to, Stu, on the film front? Uh, I like the sound of the uh, of the one you were saying about um, the guy that did in Bruges. Yeah, uh, seven psychopaths. Sounds, what? What is? You, have you got any more details on that? No, I don't like spoilers, <laughs> so I try not to read the synopsis if I can help it. I can Google it for you if you like, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like the, uh, the raid. I'm quite interested in seeing that as well. Yep. Yeah, oh, the yeah. raid, the action film. You, we, you love uh, a bit of violence. I do like a lot of violence. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about games, Keza? Um, obviously, you know the big games that are coming out, but is there yeah. anything sort of under the radar that's coming through? Well, I mean, we never really know because 
E3 tends to be when we finger out when we figure finger out. That's how um, Kes gets all the scoops. <laughs> oh, scoops of what? <laughs> Seven years in the business, people. Um, yeah, E3 is when they tell us when the games are actually coming out. So until then, you just have this woolly list of releases. Like I'm looking, and obviously there's Mass Effect Three. But what about Journey? Uh, that was a sort of yeah, Journey to me is maybe a hidden gem. Journey's for... going to be Journey. Journey's one to watch. Asura's uh, Wrath. Rhythm. Asura's Wrath is one to watch. I'm not sure if it's going to deliver on its promise. Really? Asura's Wrath, by the way, is a really, really, really insane action game from Capcom in which men punch each other across the moon and it's crazy, <laughs> slice isn't it? each other up with swords that are slightly larger than the circumference of the Earth, the radius even of wow. the Earth. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah, I was going to say, when's Lollipop Chainsaw out? That's coming out probably the end of the year. we got Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, which is that weird fantasy game made by a bunch of people who used to work at Bethesda and Kenny Ralston and a baseball player. It looks really psychedelic, like really bright colours. Yeah, it's like quite strange. I don't, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Darkness 2, obviously, is a big one. I'm looking forward to Never Dead. Yeah, Never Dead's interesting. Do you know about Never Dead? Yeah, you were telling us about well, the guy who can't die. Yeah, the guy who can't die. die and then you're yeah. ahead, you have to reassemble You have your to body. roll around, yeah, and, and reassemble yourself self from constituent limbs that have been chopped apart. But it's also made by a really, really nice Japanese guy who moved all the way here to Britain to make this game. Left his family behind. He's really interesting. Oh, what a really nice guy. Doesn't um, sound that nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, when I interviewed okay, him, he just kept I talking. think he's great. When <laughs> I interviewed him a couple of years ago, he just kept talking about how much he missed his wife and his kids. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Why do you go back to Japan? It's probably yeah. not going to sell very well. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. That's a really dark way to end the interview. Yeah. <laughs> Rhythm Heaven Fever on Wii. I'm looking forward to that in February. That's going to be really fun. Um... SSX, the new SSX reboot's coming out. That I'm just reading good. the list now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ninja Gaiden 3 and uh, from software doing Armored Core. Big stompy robots. Huge stompy robots. That's coming out in April. Um, and then we're getting those other two Wii RPGs that the Americans aren't getting. Last Story. Last Story and Pandora's Box. Tower. <laughs> Pandora's Tower. There we go. On, on Wii. What, you, what's Pandora's Tower about? Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. It's, it's an RPG. When's Steel Battalion coming out? Uh, that's about, apparently this year as well. I quite like interested to see how that's going to work. Do you know what? It's work. really, really interesting. Yeah. Like, and it's made by so Throm as well. Didn't so, you? Yeah, it does see it at Gamescom. It looked really, really interesting. It's got... They, they've tried to make like a really human war story with Kinect and robots. So I'm oh. not quite sure how it's going to work, but it's, it's from software. If anyone can do it, it's from software. What are you looking forward to, Bex? Um, what game? What yeah. game? Give us Anything. a game and give us a film. I don't really know what game's coming out. Grand Theft well, Kez, Kez just did Would a you know list that? of games. <laughs> I don't really know what they are. She's so, thinking about recording. Um, don't know. Last so- Guardian possibly might be coming out. <sighs> what what is that? Laugh, That's the one by the guys who did Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. All like right. the super the, arty one if, on the PS3. If GTA 5 dropped this year, would you be excited about GTA 5? Mm, I didn't play the other ones, so... Wait, tell you what, Luigi's Mansion 2. Oh, is that coming out this yes. year? On on 3DS. what? 3DS. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll pick that one. Have you seen the <laughs> 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 Paper Mario 3DS might come out as well, that'd be wicked. When it, When is Luigi's Mansion coming out? No date yet, but I reckon it's going to come out in probably July. Third, third quarter go. time. I think we know what you can ask for on a future podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Hoover. There's a South Park RPG as well. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. That's yeah. weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird that obsidian? announcement. Obsidian. It is Obsidian. Yeah. yeah, who did New Who Re- did New Follow Reno. New Vegas. New, yeah. yeah. New I read New about Reno. that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for that. 
<laughs> yeah, that's going to be really cool. And Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider. What does everyone think of the new Tomb Raider? Excited. Exciting. Mm. Psyched. Yep. Yeah. Lara Croft's all dirty in it. Dirty as in physically. Dirty. She looks dirty as well. Quick tight. All right. Cool. So that's what we're looking forward to. But what are you looking forward Let to? Let us know. Let us know uh, the usual places to go. IGN UK feedback at IGN.com or Twitter, it's IGN UK or Facebook, IGN UK as well. And Google Plus. And it's, Google Plus. It is time for listeners FU. Ah. FU. You've been sending us loads and loads and loads of emails. We've got like three weeks break. worth, so let's yeah. raffle yeah, through so them. So we're, we're doing, we're we doing our best. Uh, what up, Ben Smith from Chicago? Uh, do you have Chicago on the map? Yeah, I don't know. I think we do. Oh, I'll have a look in a minute. My youngest brother is five years old and firmly believes in Santa Claus. My father humours the whole family by dressing up as Santa at Chris- on Christmas night and putting presents in our stockings. At 1.30am on Christmas morning, suddenly the whole house was shaken by a crash and a shout of SHIT downstairs. I saw my dad in full costume lying in front of the chimney clutching his chest. The crash had come from the brass metal grating that usually stands in front of the chimney. As my mother came to his side, Dad explained that the cotton Santa boots had made him slip and that the metal grating grating had stabbed him in the rib cage. Ah. My mother rushed my father and his bruised ribs to the hospital. As we helped him get up, my father said, don't let your brother see me, just as Caleb was hurrying (laughs) down the stairs. I picked my brother up just as Santa told my mother, fuck it, we'll take your car. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good Chicago accent as well. (laughs) That's a lovely Christmas story. Thank you, Ben. Oh, it's a bit like the story that Phoebe Cates tells in Gremlins. Yeah, it is, but, isn't it? But with yeah. a happier ending. <laughs> happier ending. Um, this is not such a sort of um, funny story. This is from Phil Hughes, who's from Sunderland, and he says, As I write this, it's 11.42pm on New Year's Eve, and I'm stuck in hospital waiting for an x-ray and blood tests. Oh, mate. Oh, no. I just wanted to write to say thank you for all the hours of entertainment you've given me and how your Christmas podcast and other podcasts helped me pass the time as I saw in 2012. Keep up the great work. Oh, oh, we hope you're all right. That was nothing serious. Uh, Dave Connolly wrote in from Glasgow. Uh, he said to, uh, he said that uh, talking about Ollie Murs who was on the podcast before we did the Christmas ones yeah. and we actually got a lot of feedback saying I'm not even going to listen to this because Ollie Murs is on so <laughs> if, you, if you said that you're an idiot because uh, Dave Connolly says I didn't know Ollie Murs was actually such a fiend for games when I read that he was coming on to talk about his love of games I expected to hear the usual what Skyrims I'm a gamer because I play FIFA and COD and nothing else but actually to hear him talk about micro, micro machines and all sorts of stuff like that was quite quite refreshing surprise my respect for him has increased 10 Fold. Thanks for the email, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Um, Stuart, what? I looked up Seven Psychopaths. Yes. I do remember now. I did read the synopsis before. It's pretty awesome. Oh. A screenwriter gets caught up in his pal's dog kidnapping plot. Oh, brilliant. And Love it stars it. Colin Farrell, Woody Harlson, Sam Rockwell, Christopher Walken, and Tom Waits. Now what? there's a cast. There's <laughs> a cast. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, okay, I have an email um, from Shane Teague who says, after hearing about the hilarious plot of Small Medium... Yeah. <laughs> I realise you guys have to watch Tiptoes for Trailer of the Week. The key thing to remember is that this is an actual movie that was made in 2003. It stars Matthew McConaughey as a normal-sized man, and Gary Oldman <laughs> in the role of a lifetime as his is that twin... It, sorry, is yeah. that what it says in the credits? Normal-sized man. <laughs> as, the, as his twin dwarf brother, who is obviously standing on his knees. <laughs> so we will, um, we will put the YouTube uh, trailer of this in yeah. the news story, because <laughs> I remember when this came out, it, I don't know if it ever properly came out, it certainly didn't get a theatrical release. And I watched the trailer last night. And it's it looks incredible. Weird. I can't the trailer. Wait, what? What is it called? Wait, tiptoes. Tip right, I'm writing it down. Check it out. And actually, in the trailer, it says, "And Gary Oldman in the role of a lifetime." I know. 
as a, as a dwarf on his tiptoes. He's not, how can you stagger on your knees? Very easily. Really? <laughs> yeah. But such a weird film. Yep, I've never seen it. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get a copy. Oh, let's have a screening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be one of those that's not so bad. It's good. It's just so bad. It's bad. Well, we could do a director's commentary. Or, or hang on, no, we're not the directors, are we? No. We could do a non-director's commentary as we watch it. <laughs> I'm surprised I've not heard of it before. Yeah, I think they must have buried it. Buried oh it. no, it did. Yeah, yeah like did. They've, they've buried it very effectively. Yeah. Um, okay, here's one I got also about um, small medium. It, it says... Can you just to, to recap in case people don't know what small medium is? Just oh, okay. Small medium is my TV show, what I'm um, putting together. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a comedy thriller about a person... This is sort of ruined because the funny part about it is the title. And all I've said is the title. <laughs> but anyway... Um, it's this dwarf psychic who lives in Camden and um, solves crimes, and she's also a detective um, because I, she's psychic. And but because she's a dwarf, she can only um, be psychic with dead, short people, so dwarves and children. Right. And it's so me. Did it, I'm sorry. Did we did we answer the question as to why it's set in Camden? No, uh, that's because that's where Bex wants to do it. Yeah. Well, right where do you want it to be set? Camden, my program, I can put it in Camden. Joining, joining tiptoes and small medium together, I think we've worked out a way of getting Jamie Winston to play the small detective. She can just do it on her knees like Gary Oldman did. Yeah. She probably does a lot she, of stuff on her knees. So she's, she's a lovely apart. woman. Leave her and alone. And her dad is a top bloke. He'll so beat the shit, shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be a boxer. Yeah. But she can do the thing where um, you go on your knees and yeah. then you put your um, shoes under your knees. Shoes on the knees, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the way. Just sh- her shoveling around Camden Lock. <laughs> <laughs> so go on. Anyway, this email. Who's it from? It's from Mitchell Jack Leroy Shock, a.k.a. Frosty Fart. <laughs> Excellent. Um, subject: the midget movie. In the last podcast, the name of the movie should be "I see small people." Yes, yes, yes. So that could be the, yeah. the strap line. Yeah, yeah see strap small line. people. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, Mitchell Jack Leroy. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Who's next? Uh, this is from Gene A. Sackerman, and um, I'm going to try and do this as it's written, so bear with me. I just wanted to say that this is what I do play games and listen to the podcast. It rocks. There needs to be more out there like yours, even though IGN is so huge. You resemble a great podcast that will be independent and rock. I'm from NMUSA, and I have to say, you bring the vibes all the way down here. London rocks. I want to work there someday with you guys, and don't say, oh, just apply, because there's more than a LMAO. I will, though. Um, keep drinking the brews exclamation mark whatever keeps cheers on your faces and a life exclamation mark a big props to you guys and where Keza is from two exclamation mark that place rocks too and world <laughs> peace two exclamation marks it's people like you that brings peace to this world and joins us together to show that we don't all have to be separated by kingdoms democracies countries or any type of social boundary uh, you guys rock where's Sacramento from NMS USA originally my blood's from Italy so from Italy too even though I lived in the USA my whole life you guys rock and mad props from me later that Cheers. is amazing. Wow. That is wow. possibly the best email we've ever, ever received. I knew you'd give Wherever that. Wherever I'm from, this. too. <laughs> well, yeah. Where's NM, USA? I don't know. New Mexico? Mm. New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah, probably is. Cool, get it on the map. All right, then. New get Mexico the is going winner. It's going on the oh, map. Oh, yeah. Any idea where that is? It's just above Texas. Is it? Oh, yeah, I see it. What? I've got an email from someone who actually says they're already on the board for Zurich. Near but, Texas. Right. Um, oh, the okay. subject here is a listener from Kazakhstan. What? Uh, Joe Ibsen. Uh, it's a very simple email. Joe says, um, I listened to you for two months whilst I was adopting my son. Ah, oh, get it on, Kazakhstan. 
Can we put it on as a double? I'm going to let that one. Okay. I'm going to let that one. Yeah. I'm going to oh, let that one slide. On. Right, I'm, I'm there. I'm going in. I think we should take a progress report picture of this and post it. Okay. Yeah, 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 It's looking healthy, isn't it? It's, it's not looking good, We do yeah. need some more from Northern Canada. Where are you going? Um, I've Wait, got why are you looking at Africa? What? No, I'm up there, look. All right. I'm, up there. I'm, just, I'm resting against it. I've got an email from a friend of the show. It's Joe Ives. Oh, oh. say it properly, Joe Ives. No. Say it properly, long time since my A long time since my last email. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how manic A-levels and getting into uni are. Anyway, I, I have do. a question for you lovely people. What video game slash film gets you most in the festive spirit? For me, it's definitely not FIFA. Uh, and have a great Christmas and a Chinese New Year when that comes around. <laughs> Can we answer this question in 11 months' time? We should do, yeah. 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 I always pop on um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation uh, uh, with a double bill with Home Alone. That's my Christmas movies. That's, that's it, done. Every die year. Die Hard. Die yeah, Hard yeah. gets me in the mood. Yeah, Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard every year. Yeah, I think that's when you're sort of in the, in the thick of it. But when you want to start off the festive season, mm. Christmas Vacation. Um, I just would jump straight in there with Die Hard. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Ha ha ha, motherfucker. Yep. Great. Great, thanks for writing in, Joe. Can you tell us how you got on with A-levels and what uni you're going to and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, mm. I'd love to know. And probably <laughs> racially abuse it. I have a question. Why did you start reading it out in that weird accent? Mm. Oh. That's a very good question, Bex. And again, for new listeners to the podcast, maybe that and should be explained. Us. Quite a while yeah. ago. <laughs> we don't know either. Quite, don't a, know. quite a while ago, Joe Ives wrote in, but I, for some reason, had a little brain-like episode. A trail and I said, time bar episode. Pretty much, yeah. And I said... Ah, it's Joe Ive writing. And for some reason, that in my head sounded Chinese. So when I repeated it, because I realised I'd done a brain fart, it became out. It came out like Ah, Joe Ive, he writes in, <laughs> and then it became a thing. And it's not. It's no longer a thing. <laughs> it's an it, X thing. But it might be a thing again. Uh, yeah, we, we stopped it for a while because we thought it might be racist. Yeah, I actually got. Uh, yeah, but Tom seems to have changed his mind. <laughs> Twelve in it. My New Year's resolution. What to be, be more racist? racist. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Exactly. Bring back racism. Yeah. Liverpool are doing That's it. An um- <laughs> <laughs> Nine. Yeah. I have a note from Jack Bergen. <laughs> Shut <up>, nine. Nine. <laughs> oh no, the, the curtain. The curtain is falling. Oh no, it's just a small man operating a machine. Would that be email number nine. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> number nine. <laughs> number nine. I have a note. From Jack Bergen. He says, just a quick note about me um, dismissing the PlayStation 3 version of Skyrim as broken. It's not... That's you personally, right? Me, I did it, yeah. Yeah. He said, it's not. I've put in excess of 100 hours into the games it's released and I haven't experienced a single game-breaking issue. Um, He says, most people have had an entirely positive experience and it comes across as unprofessional when you dismiss a game you clearly don't have all the information. That's a good point. I did say, I think, that it's about a third of the people that are having issues. But in my opinion, a third is still too many. But I'm really glad you haven't had any problems, Jack. And similarly, listeners, if you're playing Skyrim on PS3 and you got it for Christmas, I really, really hope that you two are free of the horrible bugs and slowdown that have been, unfortunately... Do you know what? I've been playing on Xbox and I've seen some frame rate, frame rate issues. Yeah. Uh, so I think everyone is suffering with a few of the quirks. But actually, floating dragon skeletons is actually making... That's the, like there's there's good glitches. The, yeah. the, pro- the problem with the PS3 version is that it's, it, it's with time. Yeah. So the longer you play, the worse it gets. But apparently that's going to happen on the PC and on the 360 as well if you play for like 600 hours. Well, that's probably going to be me. That's probably not going to happen. Um, anyway... Sorry about that, Jack. I didn't mean to come across as unprofessional. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. You didn't. Forgive yeah. me, Jack. The <laughs> <laughs> um, next email is from Matthew Stockton, and he says, um, I was walking past some lavender the other day, and I... <laughs> <laughs> 
And, um, as you do, as you do. And I had the urge to pull it out. And this is because I've spent about 100 plus hours playing Skyrim. Oh, this yes. has happened before. I've wanted to shoot birds out of the sky, like in Red Dead Redemption, and wanted to shoot surveillance cameras, like in Goldeneye. Can you think of any examples of superimposing game experiences onto real life? Well, Tom can't no, go to Isn't Russian this airport. how massacres start? Mask- yeah, that's why Tom is barred from all Russian airports. <laughs> when I used to play a lot of amplitudes, I used to walk down streets and see the little, like it's got the same kind of chart thing as Guitar Hero, so you have little blobs telling you where the, where the music is. And I'd walk down straight roads and just see the note chart patterns up the roads. Whoa, you saw the Matrix. Yeah, pretty much. Well, te- Tetrisize was a thing when I was a kid, when everyone was playing Tetris all day at school, and then when you close your eyes at night, you just see the blocks falling. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a thing, Tetris syndo- syndrome. Yeah. It's a natural medical thing now, Yeah, the Tetris effects. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I have... Oh, sorry. No, go on. No. I don't have that. Um, <laughs> I have a thing from a game um, when, in real life, whenever I have a conversation with anyone, any anyone... Like, I imagine it like The Sims, like with a plus or minus above my head, if it's going well or making me not like them. How's this going? The podcast in general, do you think? Um, Yeah, yeah, plus acquaintances. Pluses. Yeah, we're all Pluses. acquaintances now. We're getting there. Oh, according to The Sims, yeah. Well, none of us have so. snogged yet, and that's really what it takes to take it to the next level in The Sims. Yeah. That's not on the running order. <laughs> <laughs> When's that? Is that... Also... Uh, that's plugs, probably. Also, Dark Souls uh, messed with my brain. When oh yeah, you were completely you fucked. Were freaking was, it. You were yeah. freaking it. I was pure freaking, freaking it. it. But I'm telling you, Everyone it was fucking scary. For lunch one day. I'd be outside, right? I'd be outside. And I couldn't go around the corner without you thinking there'd be something horrible trying to kill me around the side. It's really bad. <laughs> I remember when for uh, lunch I, around the time that you were admired in Dark Souls and you looked at the waiter so suspiciously and you looked like you were going to circle around him and just stab him in the back. <laughs> well, that's the thing, because you, you uh, roll a lot if, if you're a thief in Dark Souls. I, I just constantly be thinking, I can't combat roll. If I could, I would have been combat rolling in real life around corners and things. <laughs> and it's because it's of the dark, the dark, there's always something around the corner. Anyway, that was Fucking a game hell. that definitely fucked with my brain. Mm. Any others? What? No. Any other random things that you've done? No, I think because of playing too many video games. Yeah, I've got quite a good grasp on reality. Have you not driven though. too fast? Yeah, I think it's good. Driven too fast because of Grand Theft Auto? Have done that? Um, I wouldn't say it's because of Grand Theft Auto. I just like driving fast. <laughs> I did once kill a prostitute. Oh, but you yeah. want your money back? Mm. Well, that was Grand Theft Auto. You never actually yeah. played it then. You were only twelve. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got a couple of people that think we're better than Game Scoop. That's good, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's sweet of you. I've sent about 10 emails to Beyond and GameScoop about why IGN UK is better, and I'm afraid I might be on their block list now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's not anyway, what we wanted. Anyway, who cares? Because of IGN, I've made it through boring school sessions in hard times in my life. Uh, that's nice, isn't it? Abhishek Indoria, and also from, uh, who else is this? Danny Bryant. Hi guys, thought you might like my recent email to GameScoop. Hi there, GameScoop. The IGN UK podcast has gotten so good, I don't even bother listening to your GameScoop anymore, apart from the occasional episode to see if you've upped your standards to match the Brits. Thought you'd like to know that. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want people to stop listening to GameScoop. (laughs) But but we do want them to keep emailing them. (laughs) Email them, do keep listening. This isn't isn't all-out war. Uh, Not yet, anyway. (laughs) This is just laying the foundation, the groundwork. (laughs) Download it, but just don't listen to it. <laughs> any more? Uh, any is more? that us done? See, the problem is we've got to do plugs, and Tom's got to do his plugs. It's no problem Will because uh, Tom's had to nip out. I think he's got 
irritable bowel syndrome, isn't he, or something? Is that what yeah, he's called? Yeah, he's got, yeah, he does have IBS. Yeah. But we should do what's coming soon first. Yeah. Mm. Games. Now, nothing. Nothing's now. coming nothing. soon. Nothing. nothing. But that's all right, because so much good stuff came out at the end of last year. Just yeah, keep on playing up. those. Yeah, up. I've still got loads to catch up on. This yeah. is my bloody job. Films. There's only one of real interest uh, to our listeners, I think. The Iron Lady. <laughs> it's, it's not the Iron Lady, <laughs> really? is, which isn't an Iron Man sequel. I'm disappointed to discover. <laughs> that pissed me off. <laughs> I thought Meryl Streep was going to go robotic. <laughs> um, now the film worth checking out is called Goon, and it's an ice hockey movie. But right. don't let that put you off. It's actually quite funny and a bit weird. It's getting good reviews. It is. Uh, I will be posting mine uh, the day this drops on Friday. Um, and also, we should, if all goes according to plan, have. Uh, couple of interviews with Sean William Scott up on the site who stars in it um, talking about video games cool. so look out for that over the weekend but yeah it's a very funny movie Check I thought it, it was called Go On <laughs> oh go on go on, go on. <laughs> or, or a stop we could also stop which is what we're going to do because it's the yes, end of the podcast pretty much but before that hey would you like to win a PS3 not you Kez you've already got one oh. uh, but listeners if you would like to win a PS3 uh, thanks to the lovely people behind the darkness too then uh, why don't you point your web browser to go.ign.com slash windarkness2 and that way you could could win a PS3 and I think the darkness too and I'm the darkness sure too and that. other yeah. stuff is good other things are also available we're also very pleased to announce the winner of a 3DS yes thanks to our Mario joke bonanza um, it's Michael Breer as well done Michael well done this is, is the winning joke how oh, can I do it yeah of course you can oh, I love this joke what game does Mario play to keep in shape when he's not saving Princess Peach don't know Goomba Fitness oh hello <laughs> Hello. That's pretty good. I think it's great. <laughs> Michael Beers, you deserve your 3DS. Well, then he gets a couple of Mario Kart as well. Yeah. Well, that's it for podcast number 119. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us, use the usual channels. That is emailing. Uh, oh, I've lost IGNUK. <laughs> IGN.com. Yeah. Or tweeting us at IGNUK. Or Facebook at IGNUK. IGN UK. And he said something about Google as well. Google, Google Plus. Plus. Google Plus. Is that what you're Google, Google Plus. Google Plus 2012. You're a Google Plus. Sounds good. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hey, Jenny, have you um, ever heard of a vampire slayer? Do you mean the one girl in all the world with the strength and skill to fight the vampires, demons, and forces of darkness? I do. Oh, yeah, I've heard of her. Cool. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together, we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Never seen Buffy before? We will protect you. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? <laughs> Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. So if you've never watched Buffy, or if you're about to watch the series for the 14th time, come over and join us. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.